Welcome to Diving Into Writing with me, Lucinda Pebre and Marielle Smith. Join us as we dive beyond the surface of our writing practice. Hi, Marielle. Hey, Lou. How are you? I am having internet troubles. Uh, so, As you know, because this is the second time we're trying to report this episode. <laughs> so you're quite stressed then, because internet troubles makes me very stressed and frustrated. Well, before I was trying to figure it out most of yesterday, and then it suddenly started working again. It's like, I don't know what I did. I even flushed a DNS cage. I don't know what that means. No, I did. I'd never heard of that before, but I did that. And eventually it started working again. And last night I was fine. Did a lot of work actually. And this morning it was back and I was like, I have a recording today. I have a meeting. I'm doing a card reading later today. I just needed to work. Mm. And it was doing fine while we were catching up. But as soon as I hit record, it was bye-bye. <laughs> So, oh, yeah, but yeah, I, I did this morning. I also tried to figure it out to reset my router and stuff like that. And then at one point, I just had to shut my laptop off and leave the room before I was gonna break anything. So, yeah, frustrated is the right term. Yeah, how are you? Tired, tired, busy, busy weekend, barky collie dog. You've done a lot of running this weekend. Yeah, yeah. We went to an event at, uh, it's called, it's not, it's pronounced Beaver Castle. It's not spelt like that. Um, Yeah, which was good fun, but very tiring. Um, Just a 10K race. Just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I got home and on Sunday, so last night, did a, 15k run in the peak district which is very hilly <laughs> uh yeah so i think i got in at about half nine and yeah luke didn't really relax he was still wired from the run so he's kept me awake barking at various noises and now now he's happily snoring very good point. I'm really glad to hear that you are doing my running for me. <laughs> really excited about that. Thank you. Yeah. 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 It's good fun. You can't really do it with cats now. No. It, does this mean, by the way, that I'm doing your writing for you? Yeah, but I'm not getting any of the credit for it. That's the problem. Yeah. I'm not getting any credit for the running. That's true. Yeah. You're not getting any of the fitness for it. <laughs> yeah. No, we need a balance, I think. There's got to be a way. You need to have some of my writing time and I need to get some of your fitness time. Yeah. I, I, with the writing, I'm just, I don't think I'm prioritising it because I'm doing the meditation, which I'm really enjoying, by the way. Really I'm so Because you started doing this after I did the Akashic Records reading, no? Yes, that's it. 
because that was one of the triggers for me going, okay, the universe is trying to tell me that I need to meditate. Mm-hmm. I shall yes. do it. Yeah, I'm excited that you're actually taking, not of my advice, but the Akashic Records advice. Yeah, well, I, I'm, I, I do it every day. Oh, my gosh, that's amazing. That's I better, know. That's better than I do. I know it's amazing. Um, yeah. Uh, so I, I'm doing it every day. And, and I don't do the yoga every day. I'm doing it most days. And the main reason for me doing the yoga is I, I physically feel so much better when I do. I don't get the same back twinges and that sort of things, you know, if I'm doing it regularly. So yeah, just like 20 minutes, 30 minutes of yoga. So I'm doing that. I'm doing the running. I'm obviously doing the day job, which has been a bit of a nightmare again recently. No change there. <laughs> um, well, some things should stay the same, right, in this time of change. <laughs> this is it. Um, oh, yeah, so so fitting the writing in. I, uh, it, my writing comes after all that, and that's the problem. Yeah, I can. So for, so for me, it's the fitness, or not just the fitness, but the yoga as well, comes after all of that. Yeah. So for me, I'm like that. I need to. I need to prioritize my mental and and also my meditation. So my mental and physical health. Well, so, if you haven't, yeah, because if you haven't got that, you can't focus. No, no, this is the thing. I mean, it's, it, it doesn't Joanna Penn have a book on the healthy writer? I think she does, yeah. Yeah. Somebody... I think she, she didn't she write it with a doctor. Oh, I don't know that. I just, I think it has like a green apple on the front or something. That's what mm. I, but the thing is like, I really miss my beach walks, but at this time it's still too hot. Probably by the time yeah. this episode goes out, I've started it. But yeah. as we are recording, I'm like, it's still at night, 28 to 30 degrees and humid. Yeah. That's so I'm like, I'm not doing that to myself. You can't, you can't run, but you could swim. Yeah. I mean, I do like moving to this place last year, I knew I was giving up a really great pool. So that is, I do use it, but not as, it's not as inviting um, as the, as my, as the the previous pool I had access to. And that really does a lot. Also, it's just just been summer and a lot of people had like grandchildren or friends over. Okay. And it's not, so the previous complex I lived in, the pool was so big that if other people were also using it, I could still do my laps, right? It's completely. Yeah. But this one is no. If if a couple is in there, you're not gonna also use it. It's not set up like that. Yeah. So you either use it by yourself or with the people you're with, or you just stay away. So that is that's less now, of course, because summer's gone. It's up that the holidays, the period here is over. Yeah. So I mean, I did immediately start picking it up again once uh, <laughs> once I realized that this there was this this woman who lives like across from me, I think it was her grandchildren or something, they sometimes stayed out in the pool until 2 a.m. Mm. So, yeah, they're gone now. 
so yeah, I start using it again. But yeah, it's just the summer is just here. It's so hot. You just become completely passive. Well, that's why I don't like heat. Yeah, I don't like heat. And here I am. <laughs> Living in a hot country. Okay, I mean, we've got August, which it should be our hottest month, was fine. I mean, everyone was moaning because it wasn't very warm and the ho the hottest temperature was like 20 degrees. Oh, that's good. That's amazing. But I, that was fine for me. Yeah. But, and now we've moved into September and the kids are going back to school and it's hot. Yeah, but that, I'm, I've come, I think the last time, the, the last time when the summer holidays were actually summery was when I was still in elementary school. Because for me, I August for as long as not for as long as I can remember, because I can remember like long, lengthy summer holidays which were amazing. But for the longest time, August has been in the Netherlands the rainy month. Yeah, yeah, we and have. then September. So September, my mom just sent me a picture uh, late last night. But the weather, the upcoming weather for this week, and they're going to hit a 30 degree. So this is, as we recall, this is early September. Yeah. And that's the so, same here. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, it's just, it's so twisted. And we had, at the end of August, we had a, a, a thunderstorm, a rainstorm. And when I moved here, what I got used to is in April, it stops raining. And then until the the very end of October, it stays dry. So now we had our last rain in June. And when July came, it was like a heat wave instantly. It was everybody got sick because like, almost overnight, the temperature shot up and stayed up. And now it's like end of August rain. Like we're not used to seeing that here. Yeah, it's, but, it's, you know, climate change is just a myth, right? Oh, <clears throat> uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's because people want it to be a myth. Yeah, because, oh, yeah, so I was texting with my mom, and my mom was like, well, we just have to get used to it. And I was thinking, I didn't text her that, but I was thinking it. Or we could all band together and actually do something. <laughs> but apparently that is not the option. Uh, getting rid of plastic and companies, like, destroying our world that is not no apparently that's not the route we decided to go we were just going to let it burn because it's not going to be our problem it's going to be the next generations i think it's our political systems they're even more short term than our lifespan mm, very much so yeah well that's what you get with those four years elective periods right yeah okay shall we actually talk about today's topic Yes, writing challenges. Writing, yeah, we were going to talk about what we've learned from not doing things the way we used to doing them this past year. What did we learn from that? Yeah. Yeah, well, I've learned that I was a better writer before. <laughs> This past year, or more consistent writer. We were just talking about priorities, I think, before your internet went. And I was just yeah. saying how 
I was managing the meditation, the yoga, the canny cross stuff with the dogs, the day job, um, but not doing so well with the writing because it came after all those priorities. Yeah. But that has but, been a process, a longer process, hasn't it? Sorry, you first finish your bot. Yes. You first finish your bot and then I'll interfere. Oh, no, my well, my butt was just, I, I can't see a way to, to change that in a, on a day-to-day basis. But I feel like it should be in there somehow. Mm. Yeah. No, I was going to say that that has been a process for you. Because when we first started doing this together, you did write consistently every day. Yeah. So it's I, so it's it's for me it doesn't feel like a 2023 thing. It feels more like you were doing just fine and then you entered some slippery slope and now you are where you are. Yeah, a slippery slope in terms of writing. Yeah, um, so like where did you start slipping? That would be because I don't I think, think it was just this year. No, I think it's it's when writing slipped down the priority list. Yeah, but I mean, what what made that a thing? Um, what made that happen? Well, it's not like the other things come easy, you know. As in fitting fitting other stuff into your life, it isn't easy, or fitting anything into your life isn't easy when you're busy. I mean, that's my greatest problem a lack of time yeah and that feels like an excuse but then when I even when I take a step back and look at the time I have it's not a lot (laughs) yeah I waste a few minutes here and there but not enough to not enough to stick in a writing hour every day. No, I, I think that knowing your schedule, you actually accomplish a lot. And I know you're not like a TV binger or whatever. You're also not addicted to your social media. So that's not where you're losing any valuable time. Mm. So I'm wondering whether you've just hit the max. Yeah, yeah. And, in, and you just have to figure out if writing is important to me important to me what needs to give like what can I and even if you because you don't do the yoga every day because you realize quickly that you cannot do the meditation and the yoga consistently every day it's too much so you are going to alternate but now I think you're doing the meditation daily and the yoga not daily yeah the the yoga I aim to do daily but then sometimes I don't manage it um with the writing, I think I've got a little child inside of me that's going, but I want to do it all, you know, rather than yeah. being realistic about what I can and can't achieve. I just I go, well, perhaps if I just juggle things around, I'll be able to do it all. And obviously <laughs> that's not how it works. But is is that 
is that like your inner child or is that just you being a product of capitalism and being fed this idea that you should be able to that you're, you're able to get it all now and you should also be able to do it all if you can because mm. supply this push right this push to do it all to have it all it's like slow, slowing down has become a bit more trendy recently but i what i even i see a lot of people talking about it but i see very few people actually doing it like live, living a slower life so it feels like we're all still caught up in this rat race that makes us think that we have to we just have to it's not about whether we want to yeah yeah i'm not sure i'm not sure i accept that when i'm looking at the week ahead and looking at how i'm going to fit things in i still think i can do it all you mean i understand that because my brain works like that as well yeah uh, and and although my brain tends to get really overwhelmed about that about all the things i want to fit in and then when I start writing it down, I'm like, oh, that's actually quite reasonable. And then, of course, because I think it's reasonable, I start adding more things to the list. Yes, that, that is it. That's it, exactly. Because that's I can it. fit in more instead of thinking, oh, let's actually take these two hours to do absolutely nothing. Maybe take a bath, read a novel. No, yeah. let's be more productive. So yeah. the question is, can you... If you've reached your, if you've reached your max, can you actually do the writing? Or because this is something we talked about in uh, I don't know when we talked about it, but in a previous episode that you were gonna try instead of focusing on writing every day, you were gonna see if it would work if you would just schedule particular time blocks for it. Yeah, and I've not done that. I've not done that because I still want to do it every day. <laughs> Okay, so maybe is there some so is there is there like a belief that you have? Yes. Hmm. And my, the belief I have is that the way forward is to make it a habit and to write every day. Okay, but I I'm wondering whether you can actually try the other plan, the sort of the alternative plan. Yeah. Yeah. If you still believe that that is not good enough. Yeah, even if I just, even at weekends and and things, I could do it. Or even, maybe I could just write for five minutes, you know, during the day so that I can go, well, there it is, it's a habit. And then at weekends, actually dedicate a bigger piece of time to it. Well, you could definitely use your weekdays, like those five minutes, to stay in the story. Yeah. So that That's weekend, because I just had, like during the summer, I had a long writing break because my laptop died or my screen died. So that was not very conducive to my writing. So it was like a forced break. Mm. And then when I got back to it, I did have to, of course, I'm still, in the, I'm still plotting, I did have to reread the last couple of chapters I plotted because I'm like, where, where, where was I again? What was I doing? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. But five minutes a day could be enough to just stay in, stay in the story. 
Yeah. And at weekends. I, 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 realistically, when I think back to the weekend, <laughs> I haven't got a big chunk of time I can put aside, but I, I could definitely put aside an hour. Um, unless, I'm, not all weekends are equal. Not all weekends no. are as busy. Uh, so there might be scope for doing more. Well, there would be scope for doing more. Come on, get positive. There would be scope for doing more. Yes, and especially as we progress into autumn when there will be less running. What? No, there won't be less running. You you do this thing throughout the winter. Yes, and actually more so during the winter because it's cooler. But it's the, the heat. Yeah, the heat. Snows. Yeah, even in the snow. <laughs> okay, forget I said anything. <laughs> All the so the the races start in the autumn and go through to the spring. Not that I'm doing. I'm doing. I'm only doing a race in October, but it's a big one, and in in Wales. And I'm doing one. Oh, one at the one in when's the other one? Thorsby. Um, I need to find out when that is actually because I think that might be quite soon. So, so yeah. So the the big season is during the winter, not in the summer. I did not expect that. Yeah, we we run just with head touch. It was dark last night when we. It was lovely actually because we got to see the sunset, which people travel all over to see on because where we ran, it was um, on the edge where the sun goes down. So the sky was all glorious red, and we yeah, it was lovely. Uh, and then it went dark, so we run with head torches when it goes dark. Jesus, you're very committed. If only <laughs> if you were half half as committed to your writing, we would have this conversation. <laughs> I know it's true. It's true. Do you know what though? Part of it is the community of it. So there's no way I would have done that run last night on my own. There's no way on a Sunday at seven o'clock in the evening I would have got my ass out there <laughs> to run. And there's no way if I hadn't been meeting other people. Okay, so taking that, could it be that what you're lacking in the writing is also a sense of community? It, probably. Yeah, that's very likely. Because you used to do like writing groups. Yeah. Just something to think about. Yeah, not somewhere I want to go. <laughs> but yeah, just because I don't want the additional pressure, I suppose. No. So what did you learn? Your writing problem hasn't been sorted yet. Yeah, so I've learned that I cannot just magic time. I cannot just say I'm going to do and put a list of things I'm going to do. What I, what I have got much better at is planning and looking ahead and planning out the week and saying, right, this is what I want to do and want to achieve. And that's worked for the meditation, the yoga, the canny cross, the dog stuff. It's worked for all those things, but it's not worked for my writing because that's somewhere at the bottom of that list. Oh. 
Um, and I think, I mean, the story's still there. The story's still in my head. Um, so I, I think I need to write. It's not, it's not a choice really. It's, it is going to be how I'm going to fit it in because it won't leave me alone. Okay. So it's still sort of like nudging you or banging mm. you on the head. Yeah. Yeah. So something Otherwise I could just let it go. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So this is a particular, this is what you get. And this is how you often, I think, get to put in the pen to page because something will just not leave you alone. Mm. Who, who is that who says, uh, if it's still in your mind, it's worth the risk? I don't know. Is it Paolo? I don't know how to pronounce it. Coelho? Coelho. I think it might no be idea. Him. I think it might be him. If it's still in your mind, it's worth the risk. But that is, I usually use that for beginning authors, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what about you? I have learned... I'm just, my brain is going over all the things that you still haven't learned <laughs> and how we can sort that. Um, yeah. I have learned, well, so my biggest issue, so I'm really glad, by the way, to hear that you have started planning the week ahead. Yeah, yeah. Because I think that is really, that gives me so much space in my brain if I, if I do that. So what I've learned is that when I don't plan big, so a year ahead, I completely lost the, lose the plot. And I never actually end up doing what I said I was going to do, right? So what I learned is that I think I let go of planning this year because I was afraid it was stifling me. Yeah. And that's because last year was not that creative. It was a really great year in terms of, income like I've never made that much money in one year but at the end I just felt so drained because I, I've hardly done anything purely creative so I was like okay I need time for that but I did a 180 and just threw planning out the window I just planned some basic things and that was it and it was all like okay it was it was more a okay so I want to do these things this year but I didn't actually put them like on like on my schedule yeah. So I was thinking earlier that for me, like I'm a plotter when I write, but maybe I'm also a plotter when I'm living because I feel much better if I actually spell everything out until the last detail, even if I'm not going to stick to it. It's just, it gives me so much room in my head to focus on other things because I don't have to think about these things mm. anymore. So that's definitely something I learned. And I think the main message from that is that, yes, I need to plan, but I do probably need, even though I am flexible when I plan, I need to actively plan in time to be creative. Because that is something for me that also sort of like is not highest on my list. Yeah. So that is, even though the writing every day in the morning, that's still ongoing, except for my summer break when I didn't have my laptop working. So creativity in sort of like in my nonfiction. Yeah. Um, 
So I do need a plan. I need to plan in time to be creative. So time to just not have any work to do and then I can fill it in the way I want. Like, because I don't, I'm not going to sit still and just wait for creativity to hit me, but creativity hits me when I have, when I'm calm enough and relaxed enough. And that happens by going to the beach, going for a walk, stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Bath, stuff like that. Right. So I need to plan those things like space for that. I need to plan space for that. And I'm also realized that if I don't plan and I don't have boxes to tick, I get really demotivated and I feel like I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. Like you. Yeah. I don't see the proof of the things I achieve. Yeah. I get that. I get that because you can't measure it. Yes. It, it feels very vague then. Mm. You can do an impossible amount in a day, yeah. but you can get to the end of the day and not really know what you've done. Yes. And since my standard, like my brain will automatically think I haven't done enough. So yeah. I actually need those lists to remind myself, you've achieved a shit ton today. You can stop now. Yeah. So that is definitely, so I think that definitely did not help with me feeling great about what I was doing because I wasn't keeping track of anything. I was just sort of like, I don't even want to call it going with the flow, just more like floundering with the flow, right? Like I was like in this stream, I didn't know where we were heading at. It was a bit choppy, just trying to not drown. So that doesn't feel very going with the flow to me that's kind of more what it felt like and also I've realized this thing so this is a very tricky thing because I realized that once I do start writing down what I want to achieve I get initially really overwhelmed because then there is suddenly this huge list but I've learned over the summer as I was sort of like planning, like what am I going to do the next sort of like the, the rest of the year, I realized that as there is this sort of point in me breaking down all these things and all the steps I need to do to achieve A and what I need to do to achieve B, it suddenly switches from overwhelm to clarity and peace of mind. Okay. So that's very, that was a very interesting lesson for me because as, as you break down, it just becomes bigger. Like the to-do list just becomes more massive. Yeah, because you've got all the steps there. Yeah, but apparently there is a point where it's so broken down that I just understand where I can start. Okay. And that just gave – the last time that happened, I was just – I just, I was really like, am I like, why am I even trying this? I can't do this. This is too much. I don't know where to start. I don't know how to, like, is this, is this a good plan? Is it, I, was just, I was completely sort of spiraling. And then at one point I just grabbed my notebook. I actually sent you pictures of that, of the process of, of me working like on my content plan. Yeah, 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 you did. And I was just like, I'm just going to make another list. So every time I made a list, I created another list, breaking it down more and more. And at one point, I was just, whew, here we are. So that is, I think, for me. And I think the same actually happens when I plot. 
right? Like at one point I will get overwhelmed. I will not be able to put all the pieces that I need in this particular story together. And I get really overwhelmed. So the, the, the cure for my overwhelm, for being overwhelmed is just getting a little deeper into it, which sounds, I think, really contradictory, which is why it's yeah. surprising to me. But then there is clarity and then I can just breathe. And then it becomes, okay, so I'll start with this thing. And then I'll do this thing. And now I know when to do this thing by that time. So, yeah, for me, it kind of feels like I either plan nothing, which is not good, or I plan and then I go, like, really in depth. And that's something I've not I've not tried. So that would be something interesting to try. So when you go into, into great depth, you're talking about the little steps that you take but are you talking do you put timings on that how do you mean so do you plan out when you're going to do them i do so what i did i'm just gonna i can run you through that because i have so one of my big things for this summer was i I realized that i needed to work like on my visibility and that i wasn't actually doing a lot on like social media and stuff that was useful. And I was like, I'm never inspired. I don't know what to post. So what I started with was writing a list of all the content that I've already produced. So not new stuff, stuff that I already have. So I made this list. It's huge. It was completely overwhelming. So I wrote down behind it what kind of content that would give me and how much content. So quantities, like, okay, so I get 52 Instagram posts from this thing alone if I if I use it like this, right? So I was completely overwhelmed. I'm like, I have content, social media content for years just using what I've already made. Is so this was, stuff you put out? or Yes, like from books I've published, uh, blog posts I wrote in the past, videos I recorded in the past, all of that. Mm. So because I was overwhelmed, I decided to make a list of all the channels. So like Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Facebook groups, a blog, newsletter, stuff like that. So I started writing, okay, what, which of these things can I use where, right? Still completely overwhelmed because it was a lot. So after that, I, I made a tiny sort of schedule, like Monday to Friday, what do I want to post? right? And do I need to post anything in the weekend? That's sort of the question. That was a bit vague. So I wrote like, okay, so on Monday, I'll post something on this. And then on Tuesday, I'll do something on this. That was too vague for me. I felt really uncomfortable. So this is actually where I started. I I made a new schedule. And then I actually spelled out, okay, so on the Monday, on TikTok, I will talk about this. And then I actually made a list of, like, I looked at how many weeks do we have until the end of the year. Okay, great. Let's actually fill it out for each seven. Like, it was 17 weeks when I started the list. Let's let's work it out for each of the 17 Mondays that I still have left this year. And that's what I saw. That was intense. It took me a lot of time. But now I have just these lists and these dates. So... Then I was able to say, okay, so we have 17 weeks in the years. That means I need 17 images of this. I need 17 videos of this. I need 17 images of that. And once I've written down that, I was just ready to start doing it. So that took me a week to get that sorted. So have you got, so you, 
it's all sorted now. Well, no, I still have because I didn't have my laptop for a big chunk. Uh, and there are certain things, like, for example, I will post about our episodes. We don't always know what we're going to talk about next, so I can't really plan that too much ahead. But I'm done for, for uh, I was, by the end of August, I was done for September. So that's how I want to tackle it. I don't want to prepare it a quarter ahead or a month ahead. And then you schedule what I can. You can't schedule everything because like you no. can't schedule TikTok posts, for example. At least I don't know how to, if that's an option. So all of that, I'm just, but I have a really massive list now that I can just look at and say, okay, so on this channel, I'm going to put that. And then I'm going to share it on that channel. So I just have to look at that and be like, okay, so I know what to start. I first need to do that thing because once that I, that's out there, I can put it. And yeah, it took me literally a week, a full week to get there. And if I, I look at my notes and I'm like, it was such chaos. But now I'm like, I know where I'm going with this. And it's yeah. going to be a lot of work being this visible because yeah, it did take me also a long time to just like shoot the images, create the graphics. But at least I know what I'm doing. And that gives me, even though it's still overwhelming, I have an exact list that I can follow. So how have you factored in your creativity time? This is not this is just about my content plan. Yeah. That's what I got. <laughs> yeah, so I still need to work. So that was just an example, right? But for example, so so I know, for example, I always have time because I'm two hours ahead of you. So on Monday morning, I know I'm going to work on this and schedule stuff I haven't scheduled yet because I have time before we do the podcast and stuff. So the biggest scale, I'm not done with that. Like on the biggest scale of thing, I think it's more what I've been doing thus far is, okay, so I have paid client work here. I have this I need to do. I just have a list of things every week that I need to do. And I put it in my planner. Yeah. And so, yeah, I have to admit, I haven't, I still have to put like creative block. Like, yeah, I, I haven't done that yet. Which, which you're, which should. you're prioritizing. I think I've just been too excited that I got my laptop back. I can write again in the morning. Uh, I kind of um, forgot about that. Plus I just had a new, like when I was making this and started planning this, I just had a new book out. And after that, I'm always a bit like I don't need to create a new one immediately after. <laughs> so a nonfiction book. So I think I was not thinking about that because I just had this really giant creative burst and it's published now. Yeah. So I think I, it was not my priority because I didn't, I don't need, there's nothing I want to create right now that has to do with my nonfiction. So I think I'm fine there. But yeah, I do need to remind myself that I have to start putting that in. So, I, I mean, I, I feel very anal, right? And I've just planned it out so badly. But this really showed me that I get overwhelmed really easily. And then once I start putting things where they belong, yeah. there's just this calm. And then I just get on with it. Yeah. So you you know you've learned how you work. Yes. So... Usually when the overwhelm hits, I panic. Now I know the overwhelm is part of the process. It just needs, it just means that I haven't gone deep enough or it's not, it's not written out enough yet. So in future, you're going to sit down and do that. 
I, that's the plan. Well, I mean, I'm going to try this thing for the last four months of the year and just see what it does to my book sales. That's basically the plan. So maybe nothing happens and I won't waste my time anymore on it next year. Yeah. But it was me thinking, so that's another thing I've learned. It's like these these phases that I have where I'm not online, not, not just that, like I've learned like seeing how much content I have and checking what I normally post. I'm like, I hardly ever actually talk about my work. Like work that I've done before. Yeah. Yeah. So that's another thing I've learned. I'm like, oh, wow. I'm done. And it's kind of hard because I've also recorded videos that are just basically, hey, did you know I wrote this book? So very short, like sort of promo videos for TikTok. And I hate that, right? But it's creating the plan and then just having it all, like it just became part of the list. You have to shoot X amount of videos, just holding up your book and saying, hey, did you know I made this a couple of years ago? Have you tried it? Like, so that's just, but it helps because, because I have this giant list. My brain doesn't put up too much resistance because I very much like ticking off boxes. So now it suddenly becomes, okay, 10 videos. I have an hour. I can do this. So then I just get on with it. And my brain doesn't get space to go like, you don't want to do this. You don't want to talk about your book. This is embarrassing. Nobody wants to read your book. Nobody wants to work with you. Nobody wants to work with you. So that, I think that for me is like, because I make such a list, like anal or not, my ego doesn't get a say anymore. Like my imposter syndrome is like just sitting in the corner crying because I have a list and I do love ticking off boxes. So taking off items off my list. So that really, I think, I mean, for now, it seems to really help me. We need to revisit this at some point in the future. Yeah, I'm just thinking I could learn a lot from you. But also, I think if your brain is wired like this, yes, you can learn from this. But if your brain is not wired like this, this is not going to work for you. I suspect my brain's not wired like that, but... I kind of want it to be. I like organised. I'm a, yeah, Capricorn, so organised ahead, you know, on time, that sort of thing. I do Okay, like so that. then, like, technically or zodiacally, you would be, this would be really good for you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. to be honest, I did this when we did a staycation this summer. And I did this in the week between my staycation and when the next paid project came in. So I actually had time to do it. Because if I had to fit this in, in between everything else I usually do, this would not have happened. So it takes a lot. But now I think, I hope, that I have the foundation to use this in the future, to keep doing it. Because now I have a, a, a structure, basically. Wow. But let's see if it actually works because I have no idea. I haven't seen any results yet, but I'm just going to stick to it at least until the end of the year. But yeah. Oh, another thing I've learned is that if I do have a force break from my writing, nothing bad happens. I can, <laughs> I just get in, like, as soon as my, I did, it, it was a struggle 
getting up at 6.30 in the morning again to write. That was really, really, that took me two snoozes to get out of bed. And I only got out of bed because I really, really needed to pee. So I wasn't, it wasn't behind my, I wasn't behind my computer at 6 a.m., uh, 7 a.m., which is what my aim usually is. But I, I did get that. I, I did do it. So that was good for me as I didn't know what was going to happen if I would break my streak. So yeah, all in all, I'm ready for the rest of the year, I think, at least fiction writing wise and social media content wise. Don't ask me about the rest because I have no idea yet there. Okay. What does the next year hold for us? We're going to see. I feel like I've still got a long way to go. Same actually for me, even though this part feels very organized yet. There is so much else Mm. to get a grip on. But at least, yeah. It's good because we're always growing then. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And it does make me feel that if I can solve this part of my life, I don't know if you've heard heard that, but Maggie just came in and she found a, um, a paper bag on the floor. And she loves them, so she's. <laughs> did you did you hear Luca wake up and roar past through the house? <laughs> no, no, I did not hear that. So maybe you're not hearing this either. Mm. Um, but yes, I'm hoping this means that I can get a little bit of a grip on the rest of my life as well, my writing life. Anyway, I don't really need a grip on the rest of my life. That can <laughs> that can flow as far as I'm concerned. That's too ambitious. <laughs> yes. Okay then. So, see you next week. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening. You can find us on Facebook or Twitter or visit our website at divingintowriting.com. We'd love to hear from you and if you'd like to leave us a review, we'd be ever so grateful. Bye for now.